0: Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 720 720. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how to receive one at the end of the program. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. I've got a strong message from first John. I've got uh, songs and also letters. Uh, right now let's pray that God will anoint this program. Father, anoint this program. Um, Anoint your word when it's being read. Your word has developed, has created the entire earth, the heavens and everything in them. And therefore, there isn't anything that we should desire more then the instructions from your word because they're the way of life and the reproof of your word is the way of life this is what your word says your word also tells us that jesus the word came into the world as a man and dwelt among us and his uh, name is emmanuel god with us and we beheld him and uh, the Uh, brothers that were our brothers in the beginning with the uh, the first apostles that they uh, stated that they touched him and they ate with him and they drank with him and they experienced him and uh, they know that it was god in the flesh there's no question they saw him heal everybody in town one town after the other and, uh, Lord, they uh, saw you do all these mighty things and raise Lazarus from the dead and many others, so that there was no doubt in their heart, especially after seeing you murdered, uh, you buried, and then resurrected from the dead on the third day. And then they saw you a few days later ascend into heaven over a crowd of over 500 people saw that saw you taken into heaven by the holy spirit this certifies that you have been glorified and that you are god almighty and you're sitting right now on the right hand of power because you are the power and the wisdom of god the reason father that you are the wisdom of god in jesus i call you Father. Because you said you were. And if you weren't the Father, well, then you'd be a liar because you said you were the Father. How long have I been with you that you have asked me, uh, show us the Father? And uh, you're the beginning, you're the end, you're the Alpha, the Omega. You're the Almighty God. Therefore, we owe our lives to you because you bought us. We owe everything to you. Because you bought us with your precious blood. Lord, let souls be saved from the message today. And let them be resurrected from their dead lives unto lives that are worthwhile. Lives that will cause people to know that you're still uh, here on earth in human beings. Doing the same work that you did when you were here in your human body now you live by the spirit in millions of us and we praise and thank you father god for revealing these things unto us so that we could know them and also become holy as you are holy perfect as you are perfect Uh, the people today are saying there's no one that's perfect but you say that we must be perfect in order to enter into the kingdom of god and therefore, we love you, Lord, for teaching us these things, that if we're walking in the Holy Spirit, we're perfect. Uh, the Spirit of God is perfect. And if we're in the Spirit of God, we are perfect. Lord, I ask that the people in the world believe these things, <coughs> and that the people in the body of Christ, the brethren, the The brothers and the sisters, we're to love them and we're to hate all evil. Lord, we ask that you anoint people to be able to hear this, open their ears and their eyes and their spiritual eyes and their understanding and give them wisdom, the fear of the Lord, Uh, that souls will be saved in the church, strengthened in Jesus' mighty name. I pray and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, I've got a song here for you. It's... um, called His Name is Wonderful. This is myself singing here with our choir. And and the choir sounds so beautiful. It sounds like angels singing. It's not a synthesizer. It's like this beautiful choir. And most people say they didn't realize it was voices on there. But they are voices of our choir uh, that were with us. They were saved and filled with the Spirit. And then because of persecution and the love of this present world, they drifted away. But listen to them and listen to me saying how wonderful his name is. His name is wonderful.
1: His name is wonderful His name is wonderful His name is wonderful Jesus my Lord Master of everything, his name is wonderful. Jesus, my Lord, he's the great shepherd. Bow down before him Love and adore him His name is wonderful Jesus my Lord He's the great shepherd
0: Praise the Lord. We're in uh, chapter 3 of First John. This is verse 15. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. Now, a lot of people don't know what hatred is. Um, the Bible says for us to pray for one another. If we don't, that means we hate our brothers. Yeah, I mean, if we see that they're in trouble or that they're missing or that there's something uh, you know, there's a song uh, called the ninety and nine where Jesus went out. One of the sheep was missing and they were out on the mountain steep and uh, Jesus left the ninety and nine to go find this one lost lamb. Well, we have a lost lamb in our church. And, you know, one of the people said, well, we pray some for him. It's just totally the opposite of the scriptures. And uh, God uh, is not liking people that make a promise to love the brothers. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. In other words, if you don't care whether he's dead or what, uh, and you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. You don't have a Christ in you if you don't uh, love the brothers and the sisters. You must uh, love them. In other words, keep the commandments. As I told you a few days ago, that there was this man, Happy Howard, and the Lord told me uh, he was leaning on the prayer door outside the prayer room, his uh, brother was working at a hog farm that they wanted to work at, and uh, he wanted to go to the hog farm and the Lord I uh, kept telling me no i uh, I want him to stay and help with the baby Christians to read the Bible to them and to teach him the scriptures of course back then they did but they stopped doing that and they're they're not cut in their heart uh for uh, just uh not abiding in the Lord. And they're not convicted about hating their brothers. And uh, they're not convicted, uh, convicted about being murderers. And they don't care whether the Bible says that you know that no murderer shall enter uh, a eternal life abiding in him. Doesn't mean anything to people that have uh, fallen away from the Lord. And uh, the Apostle Paul tells us in Second Thessalonians that before Christ comes back, the sign that he's just about ready to come back is that there's a big, a great falling away from the Lord. Now, when the Lord says a few souls were saved uh, during the time of the flood, during the time of Noah, a few meant eight, eight people. Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their wives. They were saved. And when he says that uh, there'd be a great falling away, that means about the same as it was during the time of the flood that everybody was uh, drowned and went to hell except those eight people. So this is literal. This isn't, uh, you know symbolic or a figure or a type it's literal hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us I mean he went the whole route he gave his life up he on purpose did never commit a sin he knew what sin was That's why he came to the earth is to make sure that sin was abolished. But only in those of us that are going to heaven. People that say they don't care anything and say, well, I prayed some for them. They don't have the love of the brother. They're murderers because they don't care. So this uh, boy, I says, I said, Father, this guy is getting worse. He wants to go to the hog farm rather than to teach the brothers, the Bible, your word. He always has this happy look on his face. Big smile. Everybody liked him, except you. And so I was, somebody told me that Happy Howard is not in the prayer room. He's outside drinking a cup of coffee. He says, I'm praying out here. And I still want to go with my brother and the Lord told me, tell him, does he know that I'm going to kill him? And I said, young man, did you know that the Lord is going to kill you? He said, yes, sir. I said, you really sound flippant about that. I guess you must not know that I'm a highly, exceedingly high chosen vessel of God. And that i'm just making something up here he said no sir i you know i blame i said okay praise the lord and it was on tape and we still have the tape and okay just a few days after that uh, he was on a roof because i never approved for him to go on the roof but people that are not in the lord they take their children up on the roof and i just a bunch of them the other day did the same thing you know, being the pastor of a church, you just can't let people do what they want to do. Because one of them little boys would fall off of a roof, and it would be all over headlines in the world. And so I told him, don't you ever take these little children upon the roof. This is, I'm talking just a few days ago. What happened, uh, this happening with Happy Howard happened around 20 years ago, I reckon. I said, so you know the Lord's going to kill you, and it doesn't. Eh, yes, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So he didn't ask permission to go up on the roof, and he's he wasn't a roofer. He played trombone. He used to travel around with Etta James, the singer. Some of you maybe never heard of her, but she was pretty good. Uh, she's the one I think that's saying, "What a difference a day makes." Twenty-four little hours. All right, so. He went up on the roof, and this person that called himself a brother covered all the skylights with butcher paper, great big sheets of paper, so you couldn't tell that it was glass there. And so Happy Howard stepped right into it and went sailing two stories down and lit on his back on a concrete floor, and they had to rush him to the hospital because all the breath was knocked out of him and he's—he st- he, they put him on a breathing machine and he was huffing and puffing and huffing and puffing real bad and the lord said he was going to kill him and he did kill him he died just about an hour later we were in the hospital by his side and uh, there was a blue a light or whatever they call it, and they were rushing down the hall to try to revive him. And then they did once. Then we went back in the visiting room, which was near there. And here they come running down the hall again. It was a blue light. And they couldn't revive him this time. He was dead. And there was a person in the prayer room, one of the brothers said, man, uh, what... I heard, uh, he says, I was in the prayer room. He didn't know that he was dying or dead. But he says, this soul of Happy Howard came before me and says, please pray for me. Pray for me. I'm going to hell. Please pray for me. None of the brothers are praying for me. That means none of our brothers. And he died. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and these people couldn't even say a prayer for the brethren. For this, he wasn't really a brother because he's just mocking God. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. In other words, we shouldn't just pray, uh, no, I prayed some for him did you know that the Lord told me the same as Happy Howard, that he's going to take your life within six months to a year? He said, yes, sir. Just like Happy Howard. And so, uh, we'll just see. And then later on, we uh, went to the gym uh, with my boy and him. He started arguing with me on the treadmill. And... He got down off the treadmill and said, I'm not a liar. I said, You are. You said that you were going to serve the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength until the breath goes out of your body, and you didn't. So you lied to God. You're a liar. And I said, Because you got off the treadmill and you keep arguing with me, it's now three months. And so what you see, all right? Verse 17, But whoso hath this world's good, and and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion, from him how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, oh, if you would ask this uh, man, he'd say, yeah, I love uh, the brothers. And then you ask him, well, did you pray the other one here to, to, so we could find him? He said, well, I prayed some. That isn't what the Lord means. He says, pray always and pray without ceasing. Okay, my little children, let us not love in word because he loves in word. Everybody says, yeah, I love the Lord. I keep his commandments neither in tongue but in deed and in truth, according to truth, the word of God verse 19 in hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure and shall assure our hearts before him verse 20. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. So if our heart, in other words, our spirit, condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. He knows our heart. He knows if you really love the Lord or not, because he, those that love God, they keep his commandments. And those that don't love God, don't keep his commandments. It's just quite simple. Verse 21, Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. Then we know that when he comes back to earth again, we're not going to be praying for the rocks and mountains to fall on us. But we have confidence. We'll say, Lord, you're bringing me home now. I'm going to heaven. Hallelujah. Verse 22, and whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep, because we keep, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Well, is it pleasing in the Lord's sight for us to say, well, I pray some. Is it? Yeah. No. And why? Because he says, pray always. Pray without ceasing. Love the brethren. That's be a horrible thing, you know, for uh, me to hear that no one was praying for this man that was dying. Lord, let him into heaven. Let forgive him of all his sins. Forgive all his sins, but not one did. Verse 23. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of the Son of Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment. Well, okay, so, and this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, okay? His name is the Word of God. That's what the Bible says, that we should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ. His Son, Jesus Christ, God's Son, Jesus Christ. His real name is also the Word of God, and love one another, in other words, keep the commandments before each other, and don't try to fake it with God because He knows your heart and He knows all things, He knows what you're thinking, he knows that you're uh you know you're zealous or that you're lazy, that you've fallen asleep, that you've fallen away from the Lord, as He gave us commandments. And he that keepeth his commandments plural and he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him and he in him so if you don't keep his commandments uh, then uh, you're not dwelling in him and he uh, in him so again and he that keepeth his commandments, dwelleth in christ and he christ in you and thereby we know that he abideth in us by this holy spirit which he hath given us oh what does that mean 24 and he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him well You couldn't keep his commandments and if you're not dwelling in him. That's how a lot of people's speech betrays them when they say, Well, you know, I prayed Psalm, and you know that he didn't at all. And he that keepeth his commandments dwells in Christ, and he Christ in him. And hereby we know that he abideth in us. By the Holy Spirit, which he hath given us. Well, we couldn't keep his commandments unless we had the Holy Spirit in us. And the Holy Spirit is very zealous. It does not afford anyone to go to sleep or not keep the commandments. So this is chapter four. Beloved, believe not every spirit. Like when they say, well, I pray some. Don't believe that that's a brother. Because it's not true. Beloved, believe not every spirit. Or they have a spirit of confusion around them all the time. They're just uh, making mistakes, blowing it. Not uh, They're not of the Lord. But try the spirits, whether they are of God. How do you do that? Well, I talk to people and I ask them questions. And when they give the wrong answers, that is not, that ain't the Holy Spirit. Beloved, believe not every person that says they're of the Lord, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. They uh, were in the church, but they went out back into the world, and uh, they have uh, they know that they have an edge on the people in the church because they're liars. They don't keep the commandments. They go out into the world from the church, and they know that uh, the uh, the word, and they use it against the people in the church. Verse two. Hereby know ye the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, every spirit, which is your spirit and other people's spirits, that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Well, it's not just with the mouth. It's not talking about that. The confession is done by the things you do. Hereby know ye, the Holy Spirit of God, that every spirit that confesses, and you confess by doing the things that God says to do, that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, is of God. Well, why does it say in the flesh? Because we're in the flesh, and if the Spirit of God is in you, then he's in your flesh, and you can do the very same things that Jesus did. But if you're not doing the very same things that Jesus did, I I don't believe you know the Spirit of God. I believe you want to go out into the world to open up your own work and teach false prophecy. Hereby know ye that the Spirit of God, um, you know, ye the Spirit of God every spirit that means human spirit that confesses that jesus christ is gone uh, come in the flesh is of god now you confess that he's come in the flesh because you're doing the same thing he does and that way we can see that you're of the lord Uh, i don't believe uh, every spirit it's a commandment to not believe every spirit you could tell me all day long that you're of god and you're not keeping the commandments you're not of god it's just as plain as it's saying right here and every spirit that confesseth not that jesus christ has come in the world in the flesh is not of god because they don't keep the commandments they say well i pray some or you know i don't read as much as i ought to or, uh, you know, I don't, uh sin. you're sinning if you're not doing what the Lord says. Because to disobey the commandments of the Lord is the same as witchcraft. Because you're disobedient. And disobedience is the same as witchcraft. And every spirit that confesses not, in other words, you're not doing what the Lord did in the flesh, that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. You don't confess it. You don't keep the commandments in your flesh because the Holy Spirit's not in you, and you can't do it. You're not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. Antichrist. Whereof ye have heard that it should come and even now already is in the world. The spirit of Antichrist back there around 2,000 years ago. Verse 4. Ye are of God, little children. Uh, It's not talking to you worldly people. But you are of God little children, because you're the sons of God, and have overcome them, the Antichrist. You're still in the church. You're still keeping the commandments of the Lord. You've overcome the Antichrist, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world therefore speak they of the world oh we just love the world the lord says love not the world that's how you can another way you can tell that they're not of the father and the world hears them yeah the people of the world hear them they just love when these tv programs and this newscasters get on there and say you're a cult When in reality, the world is the cult, and so is the Roman Catholic cult, the most dangerous and filthy cult on the face of this earth. And they think it's evil for us to keep the commandments, that we don't watch all these uh, TV, rotten, filthy programs, and that we keep our children from... They won't, they'd say, they won't even let, these Christians won't even let their children watch TV. No, because we don't want to be like you. You're of the devil because you don't keep the commandments of the Lord. Verse 6, we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. Okay, so if you know God, then you're going to pay attention to what I tell you. Because that's all I'm doing is preaching the word of God. If you don't pay any attention to me because you don't like the way I comb my hair, or you don't like, uh, you know, whatever I do, or you're jealous, or whatever. Uh, that means you don't hear us. We are of God. Those of us that preach the gospel are of God. He that know, and we not only preach it, but we do it. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us because we're the rulers on this earth for God he that is not of God heareth not us you don't pay any attention to us as a matter of fact you'll argue with us and if you argue with me I know that you're not of the Lord and I have to ask you to leave you think that's not right well of course you don't because you're not of God you heareth us not I'm telling you what God says We are the rulers in this world. We weren't voted in to be a ruler by man. People like, uh, you know, these presidents are uh, uh, voted in by man, but not by God. We are of God. He that knoweth God, if you know God, you're going to listen to what I say because I'm telling you what the truth is. He that is not of God here's not us. Don't pay any attention to us. Because, you know, you just look like a human being. Yes, but I'm the continuation of God's incarnation in this world. He's in me. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error, of sin. Verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone that um, loveth, in other words keeps God's commandment, is born of God and knoweth God beloved, let us love one another in other words, keep the commandments of God before one another for love is of God keeping the commandments of the Lord is of God, and everyone that loveth, that keeps the commandments of God, is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, uh, in other words, keeps not the commandments of the Lord, knoweth not uh, God. For God is love, God is the keeper of his own commandments. Verse 9. In this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. Because he erases all of our sins in the blood that he shed for us. Because his blood, he never committed a sin. Therefore, his blood was the only detergent and the face of the earth that ever was or ever will be that can take away sin. Verse 10, herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son, the word of God, to be the propitiation for our sins. Verse 11, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Is that fair? Yes, it is. No man, verse 12, has seen God at any time. Well, we also, uh, the people of, uh, the, uh, that lived during the time that Jesus was here on earth, they saw Him. Thousands of people, tens of thousands. And I saw Him. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. The keeping of God's commandments is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit, his Holy Spirit. Because we couldn't keep the commandments unless we had his Holy Spirit in us. Verse 14, And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever will come out of the world. So everybody in the world has a chance to be saved if they come to him. Verse 15, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God in other words, you're showing everybody that you're doing the same thing that Jesus did. God dwelleth in him, and he in God. Verse 16, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. In other words, God is His a keeper of his own commandments. And he that dwelleth in uh, the commandments of the Lord... In other words, love dwelleth in God, and God is in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, so your knees won't be smiting together, and that you need a diaper change, because, you see, knowing the terror of the Lord, we serve God. Because the Lord God is the world's greatest terrorist. Because as he is, so are we in this world. In other words, we keep the same commandments that he did. And we're able to do that because of the Holy Spirit living in us. Verse 18. There is no fear in the keeping of God's commandments. There's no fear in love is the keeping of God's commandments. Because if we keep the commandments of God, we don't have to fear that we're going to hell because he won't send us to hell if we're keeping his commandments, if we're in the spirit. But perfect love, in other words, keeping the commandments as they're written in the Bible, that's perfect, casteth out fear. We still have to have the fear of God. That's the whole duty of man is to fear God and keep his commandments. But we don't have the fear of going to hell is what that means. Because fear of going to hell hath torment. He that feareth uh, that they're going to hell is not made perfect in love. He that feareth that he's going to hell is not made perfect in keeping God's commandments, in love. We love him, verse 19, we love him because he first loved us we keep his commandments because he first kept his commandments so that we could see that this truly is god because nobody could go through what he did if the holy spirit god was not in him verse 20 if a man say i love god and hateth his brother he is a liar that's why i told sanford did you pray for him to find out where he sat no no, well, I prayed some. No, the Lord says the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, but some that doesn't avail anything. If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God? Whom he hath not seen. He couldn't. You have to see God in the scriptures. You have to see God uh, in order to uh, pray to him, to have him enter you. And for you to enter him, you have to believe the word, in other words. True belief means that you have zeal and fervency in your prayer and fervency in your keeping the commandments of God. He that says that he loves me and keeps not my commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Verse 21, and this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. If you don't love the brothers, you don't keep the commandments before the brothers. You don't pray always and pray without ceasing. Um, You don't love your brother. He that loveth God loves his brother also. Because Christ loves him and you don't. Come on now. Chapter 5. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ. And that he is the word of God, is born of God. And everyone that loveth him, that begat, loveth him also that is begotten of him. In other words, if you love him that uh, God brought you to him, then you also love all the brothers and sisters that were begotten of him, of God. Verse 2, by this we know that we love the uh, children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Now, if I see a bunch of people in the church that don't love God, I am exceedingly angry because what they're doing is reaping the benefits that God sends in uh, to he just keeps feeding them and clothing them and sending them to dentists and all the other places and uh, lets them have uh, the different things of this world, the necessities of the world. But by this, we know that we uh, love the children of God, where we love God and keep his commandments. But if there's no... Uh, evidence of them loving God and keeping His commandments, then what I do is I become angry at them and it's hard for me to love anybody that doesn't love God. Verse 3, for this is the love of God that we keep His commandments. So that's what love is. This is the love of God that we keep his commandments, so uh, love is the keeping of God's commandments, not kissing and hugging and saying, have a good day, or how are you feeling, well, let uh, somebody start telling you how they feel, and they, you're going to try to get away from them, that's not love, saying little cliches, for this is the love of God that we, this is it. That we keep his commandments. Now, so if you love the word of God, then you're going to receive this into your heart. You have to keep his commandments. Well, how can I? I can't even do this or that? Let ask the spirit of the Lord to enter into you and he'll give you the power to keep his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous. They're not grievous. Verse four, for whatsoever Uh, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith so in this world we need uh, nothing more than faith and uh, not just faith But we keep his commandments. We do what he says. Faith alone cannot save you because uh, James says, I'll show you my faith by my works, by the things I do. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. And he was here in the flesh. And so he still wants to continue living in human bodies until the end of time and so therefore if we allow him to live in our bodies well then we're saved because and if we're overcoming the world because we believe that Jesus who is here in the flesh is the son of god and we are also sons of god because we because um, god said so if we're keeping his commandments we're doing what he said not just yeah i believe god is uh, jesus is the son of god that isn't enough verse six this is he they came by water and blood even jesus christ not by water only, not only by the Spirit, but by water and blood. Because he really had the same blood that we have in us, but he was without sin. And therefore, he had the Holy Spirit in him, and uh, he was able to be faithful even to the death of shedding his blood. And it is the Spirit that Beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth, the Holy Spirit. Verse 7, for there are three that bear record in heaven. One is the Father, the Word, which is the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. So, when we're talking about Jesus, we're talking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, because those three are one. Verse 8. And there are three that bear witness in earth. The Holy Spirit, and the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. So, the three that are uh, bear witness uh in earth, so that the people on earth, those ones that are dead in their sins and trespasses, they can tell if you're of the Holy Spirit, and if you're of the water and the blood, and these three agree in one. Well, uh, my time is um, gone right now, but we do have some letters. And uh, where is the first letter from? From India. What do they have to say?
2: Dear Pastor Lamo, Greetings to you in the almighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I am a servant of God, and I am working individually by depending upon God. I have been spreading the gospel by distributing the literature, and I preach the gospel to the people who don't know about Jesus. I got your literature through a pastor in our tribal area, and when I read it, I was very much enlightened and impressed. It is very useful to our spiritual lives. In our village, there are so many people who are interested to read your literature and Messiah book. Therefore, we all need more of your literature and some Bibles. We request you send us your literature and MP3 CDs. We are praying for your worldwide ministry constantly. Please pray for our ministry also. Do not forget us. We can never forget you all. I want to join in your ministries and work along with you, so as soon as possible, please try to send us more literature and Bibles. We're looking forward to your beautiful reply. We're working in different tribal areas, and it has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ is not known. We hope that God will bless us with more of your literature. Sincerely, Sampara Raju from Gokhavaram, India.
0: All right, so this is the love of God is that we help these brothers. Uh, we actually do that, you know, we don't just talk, okay, we'll send you literature and all this, and Bibles and all this, we have to send it to them, and uh, because I don't want to go down uh, in this world or in the world to come as not having kept the commandments of the Lord, so if you love the Lord, you know, uh, help us out, become, uh, I, I don't like using the same words that the false pro- prophets use, Um uh, Be our uh, partners. But whatever you do for this uh, work, you're going to get the same reward as we do because we're all one body. So help out, will you? Uh, Now it's time to pray. Say this prayer so that you can have the power of God living in you and so that you can have the spirit of God in you so that you can do the same things that Jesus did while he was in this world. God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, want to live in you and work in you in these last days uh, to be the continuation of his incarnation here in this world. So to do that, start out by saying this prayer. This is the start of salvation. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Father, and Holy Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me, Jesus, on the cross at Calvary. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, Father God, Holy Spirit, uh, because your word says so. Your word is spirit in his life. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my precious soul from hell and the lake of fire. All right, now, uh, just raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord and give him all the glory. And, uh, Sharon, uh, let's tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 720. It's free of charge, including postage and handling.
2: Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467 Texarkana, Texas 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406.
0: This is World Pastor Tony Loma saying tune in tomorrow for another straight and narrow instruction on how to achieve the kingdom of heaven and stay out of hell and the lake of fire. Tune in tomorrow for sure. Uh, Here I am to sing with you in our orchestra and choir I'll walk with God, not with the world.
1: I'll walk with God from this day on, His helping This is my prayer